welcome to this week's episode after a month of hiatus of Dump Dump Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive Twitch stream normally. But today we have a very special one-shot. We thought we'd jump back into streaming with an amazing one-shot by Lena. Around the table are my amazing GM and the players, which includes me. Today I am playing a kitty mama named Squish. Squish is what the humans call him, but his actual name is Lord Sinister Quincy Ultia Ignatius Sylvester Harris the third. But it spells Squish. Yes, let's see what I did there. Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I normally play Carrie Nightingale the Half Sorcerer. Today I too am playing a kitty meow meow by the name of Goose. I am a ginger cat. If you can pick up the reference, do let me know in the chat. <laughs> meow meow. Meow meow. Good morning, everybody. I'm Wednesday. I usually play Alorin Skyvale, the Azomar Paladin, but today I'm playing a completely different kind of character. My name is Milo. I'm a little boy kitty. I'm a tabby cat. And my name is Milo because my owner likes to drink Milo as opposed to hot chocolate. Everyone, I'm Lena. I am usually a player, but today I'm the DM. Not nervous at all. I, I, I did prepare, I promise. Um, <clears throat> you three little kitties find yourself in, in a very cozy little cottage. The cottage is located in an uh, enchanted forest, and you have the very, very fortunate honor of calling yourself the kids of a wonderful mama kitten called Celia. Now, the witch that owns this cottage is she's a white witch. And um, she's known to the local townsfolk. And she is like that little cute grandmother figure. You know, she shuffles around and does her things and brews her spells and her potions. And she's made this cottage very homey and, you know, warm and cuddly for, for both herself and for her four lovely cats. Our story begins with... You little kittens playing in the living room. Through the door, you obviously can see the witch busy in her kitchen. She's brewing some potions. And she's very slowly and very carefully, like, shuffling between the shelves and, like, taking a bottle off here and then adding a drop and taking a bit of herbs there and adding it to the concoction. It's making a, a lovely aroma just spread through the entire cottage. Celia is perched on the top of a chair, kind of half sleeping, but half like one eye, just keeping an eye on the lots of you. What are you doing? One, two, three, pounce on top of Goose. I'm going to just try to shy away and just shift a bit closer towards Squish. Squish, why does Milo keep doing this to me? Just, just stop. Can't you just let me go? And I'm going to start licking Squish's coat. I'm going to pull Milo and I'm going to push on Milo's snoot. And I'm going to say, cease and desist. I'm going to push my nose into Squish's paw because I'm trying to pounce on both of them, but with a paw in my face. I'm going to use my other paw and I'm going to yell, cease and desist. At this point, I'm going to like backtrack and I'm going to go climb onto a table and start looking around the table for stuff. 
on the table there in the dining room, there's a candle and a bowl, a wooden bowl that's perched close to the edge. There's um, a cloth that's spread in front of the one of the chairs. There's like a small wooden cup that's also just perched there close to the bowl. I'll go for maximum impact. I'm going to go past the cup, the wooden bowl, and the candle and just go pop. Pop, pop. So chat has a question they'd like clarified, and I think it's important now. Is it a lit candle? The candle Ooh. is lit, yes. Oh, so no. it's, it's fairly early morning, but um, the setting inside the house is, it's not gloomy, but it's not exactly light. So the candle is there just to create a little bit of ambiance. You walk over and you start pushing things off the table. Uh, you walk over and you start like batting the cup and the cup goes off the table and you start batting the bowl but the bowl is a bit heavy so you push the bowl and the bowl kind of wobbles a little bit and you push it a little bit more and it wobbles a bit more and luckily nobody heard the cup fall on the rug but the bowl starts making a wobbling noise as you push it and you hear from behind you Celia says what are you doing? Goose. Goose. Stop that. <clears throat> and I'm just not licking my, licking my paw. <clears throat> I was just looking for a place to perch. Like Get off the table. Go and <laughs> play with the other kittens. Yes, yes, mother. Yeah, yes, mother. I, I, the old lady starts shuffling into the living room and for a moment she kicks the little cup and the cup goes flying across the room and it rolls into the middle of the other two kittens. I'm going to play with the cup. I'm just going <laughs> to retract my face from Squish's paws and then jump on the cup and as it rolls around I'm going to jump on it again. I'm going to move myself so I'm not part of that situation and I'm going to like <laughs> make sure all my fur is nice. <coughs> The old lady looks at, at, at you and she starts laughing. <laughs> you naughty little kitten. Why, why is the cup on the floor? And she's going to walk over and she's going to pick the cup up and she's going to just give you a, a light pat on the head. She's going to walk back to the table and she's going to put the cup back on the table. There's a loud knock on the door. The old lady goes, oh, I was just about to sit down. Oh, and I'm going to, I'm going to like run between her legs and like do that like oh i'm a scratch uh scratch myself against you i'm super cute as a distraction <laughs> so she takes a moment to look at what is going on below her feet and she goes like squish would you cut that oh, I, I don't want to step up and celia hops off of the chair and she like walks over and she picks you up by the scruff of your neck and she carries you off and uh, as she puts you down she puts her paw on you and says don't do that she's an old woman she's going to get hurt i'm gonna i'm gonna start i'm sorry to make this, this hacking sound and i'm gonna spew out a nice little hairball Roll it towards my my mom. I'm gonna roll it towards her. There you go. That's for you. She's gonna look at this hairball and she says, 
Getting that out is probably a good idea, but you've been doing that a little more often than you should. Are you gonna... alright? I'm gonna just look at her very proud, like, I, I, it's a big hairball. I can make it bigger. I'll make it bigger. And I'll just keep, I'm gonna go, uh, go towards Milo and start licking Milo's, uh, coat. Milo's so pleased. I'm gonna put my paws on your head. Celia is, <gasps> is gonna lift her paw off of you, Squish, and she's gonna nudge you. It's like, go, go and play with your brother and sister. I'm gonna look at her and be like, mm. and I'm gonna go sit next to you guys and I'm gonna look at you. Meanwhile, the old lady has walked over to the door and she has opened the door and there is a really big gentleman standing in front of the door. As soon as the witch opens the door, he like yanks this little floppy hat off of his head and he's kind of holding it in both hands and he's kind of wringing it. He says, um, he hello, Mistress uh, Rosalia. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to bother you this early in the morning, but... Uh, we we require a bit of assistance. Um, you see, um, the baker's daughter has fallen ill, and um, you, you you know I I owe him a favor, and I, I've come to ask for your assistance. The witch looks at him and says, "Oh, Farmer John, you know you just need to ask." Um, I'm just going to close the door so the kittens don't run out. But I'll be right back. And she pushes the door closed. As she says run out, I look at the door. Damn, it's closed already. So the witch shuffles around and uh, she gets a bag and she starts putting like a bit of medicine and stuff in the bag. And she stops for a moment in the kitchen and she goes, maybe I should just take one of those and she walks to a cupboard and um, opens the cupboard and there's like a whole bunch of little glass vials there that kind of look like potions and she takes one potion and she closes the door and she puts the potion in the bag again the potions are they in like glass containers or something that looks very shiny they are fairly reflective mm. in the candlelight but they're not really shiny the liquid in it is pretty dull it's like a dull reddish since it's liquid. She takes one of these and she puts it in her bag and she closes the bag up and she looks at the three of you and says, We'll be right back. I hesitate to do this, Celia, but would you accompany me? And uh, Celia promptly hops off and walks over and she looks at the three of you and says, I am going to accompany Mistress Rosalia to town. You three kittens better behave yourself. And uh, if I find anything broken when we come back, there will be good. much punishment for the three of you. It's never me. And she I'm kind never. of licks her paw, but she stares at you guys the whole time. I'm going to sit like, straight in my spine and be like, I'll watch them. And then I'm going to take my paw, like I'm going to lick it. And then as I lick it, I'm going to go, shink with two claws and I'm going to point it at them. Can I go to town? So you hop off towards Celia and you go like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And Celia goes, you're a little too young to be traveling through the forest. I'm going to no, leave not. you here for now. I'm just as old as they are. I'm not too young at all. I also want to go to town. It'll be so much fun. I've never been out into the forest before. Enough. Enough. You're staying here this time around when you're a little older 
you can come with us. Are you gonna go, be uh, I am old. I'm very old. <laughs> I'm going to look towards uh, Sita, towards our mom, and say, Are you going to be safe, Mama? The forest is big and full of danger and horrors and stuff. We right? would not need to worry. We are traveling in safe company, and the farmer is quite the fighter. Don't worry, we'll be back. Starts walking, like, in that very sinuous way after the witch the witch opens the door and she goes my, my little kittens we'll be back in a in a day or so be safe and she like walks out the door and Celia follows her and you can still see the farmer on the other side and when he sees them coming out he goes like, and he puts his hat on turns around and the witch closes the door and you can hear them walking down the porch and then moving away from the cottage. I'll make a better fighter than that farmer, and then I'm going to pounce on Goose. No! I'm going to like try to bat away at, at Milo. Just in between while, Milo, while Milo's trying to pounce me, I'm going to try to get a few licks in there. Like, oh, I'll lick your coat. I'll lick your coat good. I'm going to lick it so good. I'm going to go check out the window and wait for the, to see them like go around the bend or like where we can't see them. And then I'm going to turn in the windowsill with the sun on my coat. And I'm going to say, right, I'm in charge. You may now refer to me as Lord Sinister. I'm going to look for food. And then I'm going to go look if there's food in our bowls. I thought your name was Squish. This is Lord (laughs) Sinister Quincy Altier Ignatius Sylvester Harris. It reads Squish. But my name is Lord Sinister. Did mommy give you a new name? I didn't get a new name. I look at Milo. Did you get a new name? Oh no, my Sin- name is perfect. It's much better than Lord blah 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 sinister thingy something that spells squish, but I can't read, so it's okay. I'm gonna say under my breath, I'll give you new names, and then I'm gonna. Can I, walk to my... I might look at squish. Can I please have a new name? And I'm gonna go like. Please, please, can I have a new name? Please, can I have a new name? I like, I like Goose. Goose is good. Goose is my name. And Squish is good too. And Lord... Sinister. Lord... Yeah. That. Meow, meow. You two kittens walk through the dining room, into the kitchen, and you see that the witch was considered, and she did fill up the little bowl with your food in it, and there's like a little saucer with a bit of fresh milk and another saucer with a bit of water in it. Yeah, I'm going to eat. I am going to jump up onto the window because I'm trying to get the sun to reflect off my fur. What kind of dog <laughs> are you, Carla? I'm a calico. It's like orangey brown, dark spots, and then the white. I'm going to try to get the sun to reflect off my coat. So I'm so, doing a bit of a strut across the window and then flicking my tail and then strutting the other way. So Milo, as you strut in front of the window, trying to get the sun to catch your fur just so... A head suddenly pops up from the outside of the window. I get a fright and just fall off the windowsill. You didn't get a good look, but the sudden (laughs) movement caused you to dislodge and just make this really awkward (laughs) noise on the way down. I get a fright from Milo getting a fright because I I can't. My nerves are shot already. We're home alone. I rush towards Milo. There's a head in the window. A head. Just a head? Just the head? Just the head. Just, just the head. Because I didn't see it, so I'm just going to say it was just a head. Definitely, it was just a head. There's a head Heads don't in the belong in windows. Why are they in windows? Ghost, I don't ghost, know. 
I'm gonna go to Squish and then just try like like <laughs> nuzzle next to Squish. Heads don't belong in windows, right? Right? I'll say no, but I'll see what it really was. Milo's probably being dramatic, and then I'm gonna crawl up onto the windowsill and then behind the curtain, and I'm gonna peep out. So as you peep behind the curtain, you see that the window is now in fact open. Did I know if it was open before? It was definitely closed. Because I'm... you sat there and looked at them leaving, so you definitely know it was closed. I'm gonna push my head through the open side and see if I can see anything more. You do not. It's actually a peaceful woodland setting. You see a little road where the horses and stuff normally come in. And a little garden off to the left where the witch grows her herbs. And you hear forest sounds. So there's little birds chirping and little cicadas making noise in the early morning. Otherwise than that, it's pretty peaceful. You don't see any movement on the front porch. Did you see the head? I'm going to turn around, but I'm going to very purposefully put my back not to, like, the open side of the window. Like, if there's a plane pane, I'm going to be by the plane pane. And I'm going to say, no, there isn't a head or anybody here. But, and I'm going to look at uh, Goose and worry that it's going to stress Goose out, but they need to know. I'm going to say, but the window is open and it wasn't open before. That means my head is in the house. The head is in the house. I'm the head is not in the house. And I'm going to start looking for the head in the house. As you say that, I'm just gasping you like hear in the kitchen, one of the drawers open, and you hear like this rustle of metallic objects in the, in the one drawer. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go pounce on the head. It's in the kitchen. I'm going to start racing after Milo because I must be first. I'm going to follow Milo and Squish because I don't want to be alone. And this is already stressed me out. I don't want to find a head by myself. So as you two rush into the kitchen and Goose, you kind of cautiously follow. As you get around the corner, you see one little blue goblin in one of the drawers. And he's scratching around in there. And another goblin is sitting on top of the shelf. And he's very calmly looking at what the other goblin is doing and when he sees the three of you walk in he turns his attention to you and he says well it seems the witch is not here to protect her little objects and after a moment you see the other goblin go like aha and 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 that's burnt and and that's burnt and he's lifting this really ornate engraved little silver spoon with a nice ivory white head and you realize that this spoon is normally what the witch uses as a last little bit of a cherry on the top when she mixes her potions she likes to use that spoon to do the stirring before she bottles her potions wow you are more than heads and there are two of you i'm not an object i'm a goose I'm going to stay behind the other kittens. I'm a bit affronted, but still scared. Prance up to the other goblin, the one who's in the drawer with a spoon. I'm going to get my hackles up, and I'm going to be like, Get out of our house! Cease and desist, or you will face the wrath of Lord Sinister and my two siblings, but mostly me! The one little blue goblin, he's, he's kind of cradling the spoon. You know, it's not that big, but it's still about half his size. 
considering that they're about twice your size, it's, it's not a really big <laughs> goblin, but he's cradling the spoon and he looks at you. But I, 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 I got the spoon. I, I got the spoon. Um, um, and he looks at the other goblin and he says, um, Jerk, Jerk, what are we doing now? And Jerk kind of looks between him and you guys and he says, Well, we got what we wanted. So <laughs> no sense in hanging around this dump. And he starts rushing over the counters, but he doesn't care what's on the counters. His stuff just starts flying off of the counters as he rushes. And the other little goblin, he's got the spoon with him. And they do this really cool acrobatic leap off of the desk over your heads. And they land behind you and they start sprinting for the window. This is a game. I'm going to catch the one with the spoon. He obviously doesn't know how to use a spoon. Spoons are for stirring. You're not supposed to hug them like that. This is a game. I'm going to chase them. This is so cool. I'm going to follow because I'm the only one who can throw things off counters and they're making me look bad because my day made a mess and I'm going to be held accountable. And the spoon is shining and it's game. It's like my eyes are zipped on it. So I'm, I'm running. <laughs> I'm chasing after them and I'm just yowling. Season <laughs> And I, I'm going to go attack. I'm going to edge Milo on. I'm like, get him. Season it. do me an intimidation check just yes. one twenty. and Wednesday you like run and you pounce on the little goblin holding the spoon just do me a, a d20 check as well I got 13 17 Carla as you start yowling you make this unearthly bloody screaming noise as yeah. you rush after these little goblins you can see that the blue goblin is freaked out and it holds the thing really tight and he starts running. And it barely gets like five meters before this little kitten just runs and jumps on it, does this amazing pounce. And you're on its like shoulders and back right now. Well, I'm on its shoulders right on the back. So I'm going to put my paws in the front and I'm just start putting them all over the thing's face. This, this goblin so has got a death grip <laughs> on this little spoon. But now, since there's something on its shoulders kind of blocking its view, it's kind of stumbling all over the place, knocking into the table, then into the chair, and then it falls on the rug. And as it falls on the rug, Wednesday, you go tumbling off of its shoulder. And the other goblin is immediately there, and he helps up the blue goblin, and he says... Come on, we need to go. We don't have time for this. The hobgoblin needs a spoon. The other one's like, but they're, they're, they're mean and, 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 and they, cut, they cut sharp claws. They start running for the window and they clamber up the wall and they scuttle out the window and they make a beeline for the forest. They're taking the game outside. The game never goes outside. And Squish was egging me on. That is totally like permission to go outside. The forest is full of horrors! No, Milo, no! I'm gonna jump onto the windowsill and look back at Goose and I'm gonna say, we need to get the spoon back. We were put in charge of protecting the house. Also, if we go, you're gonna be here alone. <gasps> that spurs me on almost immediately. I'm gonna leap up to the windowsill, run past Squish and go after Milo. I will not be left alone with other possible heads and windows. No. 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 Okay, so all three of you jump up into the window, so the window is still open. And Milo is super excited to get outside and continue the chase. But 
as you get onto the windowsill and you look outside, you see that the, the little goblins already have a pretty decent lead on you. Since they've got legs and they are taller than you, they can navigate some of this a little bit faster than you guys can. But the spoon leaves a very distinctive smell in the air as it moves through the forest. You almost think that it's a way for the old lady to find lost objects. So she puts a small enchantment on things that she doesn't want to misplace accidentally. Goose, while you're there, you're like a little unsure. And you look back into the house and you for a moment take in what exactly lies behind you. And you see that the place is pretty thrashed. There's stuff lying all over the kitchen floor. The bowl where your food was is toppled over and there's just like kibble and bits all over the kitchen floor. The chair got knocked over. The carpet is rumpled. And it looks like a pretty big mess. I, I, can't, I can't stay here. I, 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 I can't take the blame. I, I, can't, I can't. I'm like kind of like, you know, I'm going to nervously lick my paws and then look out and, and think... If I go out and we get the spoon, and Mama won't be mad because we'll have the spoon. Okay, okay, okay. I already started running with my nose in the air. If you can run with your nose in the air, I mean, it looks a bit silly. Milo, you do this little acrobatic maneuver as you jump off the ledge in which you twist your body and you slam your nails into the wood and you slide down the wooden surface, making this <laughs> noise, leaving a little trail of little nail scratch marks on the way down. Superhero landing! Squ uh, Squish, you look at Milo performing this feat. What's on the floor around? There's an old rocking chair not too far from the window, the, which some evenings likes to sit in and just gently rock before she goes off to bed. A little further on there's a, is a lantern that's hanging. It's not currently lit, hanging from the roof. And there's like a, a few potted plants Okay, I'm going to use the window to like swing open and out so that I can flying leap onto the rocking chair, use the motion from the rocking chair to land on the ground and look super cool. Do an acrobatics check. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, I got six. Six. Is that good? You dig your claws into the window frame and you swing, but at the end of the swing, you kind of miss time just a fraction of a second and you go tumbling onto the chair and you make this wonderfully beautiful scratches on the chair. You tumble to the bottom, you hop out and you do this really cool landing, but you stumble a little bit and you fall into the pot plant. You roll a little bit and then you get to your feet and you stand like, I mean, I meant to do that. Yeah, 100%. Milo's impressed. Wow, Lord. Something Quincy. Sinister! Sinister thingy! That was so cool. After seeing both Milo and Squish like do these really like ornate jumps, I'm just gonna cautiously go on to like I'm gonna leap from the back of the rocking chair, pretty much scurry down the back of the rocking chair on the seat of the rocking chair and just like jump off very casually. So you're taking the safer route. Make me an acrobatics roll with advantage. Don't I get advantage for being a cat? You wanted to do something elaborate, so no advantage for you. I yeah. got a two. <laughs> a two. You know what, what was, was a nat, nat one. That was a crit <laughs> fail. Complete messed up crit 
you stand on the windowsill and you you know what how kittens do that little they like aim for the jump you know they're like measuring the distance a little bit so kind of rock back and forth as they anticipate and you jump and as you jump your claws get no grip and you just kind of do this flop in the air and you fall down you do manage to land on your feet though that's all i need you guys are so cool this is why we're related (laughs) as i land i'm gonna spit a tiny bit of of a a tiny hair (coughs) (coughs) now that the three kittens are safely done you stand on the porch and you look into the forest and you know something that was always just like a little picture through a window suddenly has relevance in size you move down the porch and you can smell in the direction that the spoon moved it's clearly identifiable but getting to the first tree you notice how really gigantic humongous this thing actually is big and we're small small. we're going on an adventure and i make a squee noise that like only a cat can make a squee noise it sounds horrible okay so you kittens follow the trail through the forest but the goblins are no longer in sight with squish leading the trio every now and then you hear like I'm staying close to Squish because I'm, I'm, I'm getting creeped. I'm super creeped out. I'm wondering if cats can make that sound. I'm going to try. I'm going to try very loudly to copy that sound. You try and copy the sound, but it more comes out like... <laughs> as long as I'm doing sound. it really loudly, it's good. It's good. Every time because make that the sound, louder I... it is, the better it is. No! Just freak out every time and jump. I'm going to turn and do like a hiss shush, like... <laughs> And I'm going to say, they're going to know we're coming. We're going to sneak in, get the spoon and leave. I love the game. Okay, I'm going to be very quiet. I'm going to be sneaking. You know, that like crouchy crouch kind of movement. That's okay. how I'm walking behind Squish now. So Goose is going to first be grateful that like <laughs> Milo stopped making those weird sounds. And just like, oh, and I get super flat on the ground. Also like, don't look suspicious. Don't look suspicious. Don't look suspicious. <laughs> I'm going to turn and I'm going to realize that's probably very slow. And I think we're still a while away. But I mean, not so far away that wouldn't be heard like across the forest. So I'm like, oh. And then I'm going to say, let's get ready for getting the spoon back by practicing how far we can pounce quietly. So maybe the, oh my I'll gosh. get them to like leap. Oh my god, and, I'm gonna jump and over increase squish. the speed. I'm just, I'm gonna jump over squish. I didn't know that my brother was so much fun. And then I'm gonna keep jumping, but you know, like a, like a weird hop, 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 skippy jump with all the legs going at the same time. Okay, I'm gonna run and then leap really far, high, and then run and leap. I, I'm running because I'm scared, but I remember, oh, I said, squish the last leap. So I leap, but I keep running because I'm scared. And I leap, then I keep running because I'm scared. Leap, run, okay. leap, run. Out of fear and also following the rules because Squish was very, very, very direct about those rules. Yeah. As I see they're moving at a speed, I'm like, okay, I'm going to run. And then if I get past any of them, I'm just going to like pounce so that I'm also pouncing. And then I'm also going to like sniff so that we're going in the right direction. Can all three of you do me a stealth check? 19. Oh, yeah. I got a nine. A nine I, also got, I also got a nine. <laughs> Carla, as you run behind these two, you notice that, you know, they're getting better. 
you know, there's still like a couple of things they can work on. And as the obviously superior kitten, you can probably school them later when you're not in mortal danger. As for the other two of you, don't really care. You just like so much fun. jump, jump. And with every jump, you turn it into a bit of a game because like brown leaf, green leaf, yellow leaf, brown leaf. <laughs> you're just kind of jumping from leaf to leaf. <laughs> A lot of fear egging me on. I'm excited because Goose wants to play. Goose never wants to play. Carla, from the back, you're like, better to the left, jump to the left. And you're like, no, 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 it's a bit to the right now. As <laughs> you're following the trail that the goblins are leaving. An unidentifiable time later, off to the one side, you hear a loud cracking noise. I get a fright and then I fall over. Like mid-jump, I just like stop <laughs> and then fall over. I'm the goat. Go, uh, go rush next to Squish and just nuzzle, like start licking Squish's coat. I, I don't like it. I want to go home. I'm gonna nuzzle Goose over to Milo so that we're all in a group, and I'm gonna say, "Don't worry, we'll we'll get the spoon and we'll go home." And then I'm gonna look where the sound is and be like, mm, "Looking helps me here." You stare off into the direction that the sound came from, and you realize that. It's actually still morning. It's not all that much later. The shafts of light from the sunrise is still like filtering through the trees. You see this absolutely humongous creature walking calmly through the woods. You've never seen anything like this in your life. It has four legs. It has really long legs, almost like a cat, but like extremely long legs. And on its head is a horn, just a straight spiral horn. I'm totally going to say hello, because I can see where Squish is staring intently. Is the horn shiny? The sunlight, as it filters through the trees, catches the horn and just see a little bit of a glitter coming off of that horn. My kitty eyes are going to get super big and start gleaming. And you know, like like the logic just wipes from their mind and they just focus on something. I'm focusing on that shiny, shiny horn. (gasps) Squish, look! I'm just going to start creeping a little closer. Shiny. Happily, happily going to go say hello. I'm going to shout up to the big thing. Hello, it's me. I'm Milo. I'm here to say hello to you. Would you like to play? We're playing Sneak and Pounce today. Shiny. I'm going to (coughs) look at them like, oh my gosh. And then I'm going to casually walk up to what I think is a unicorn and sit and look at it imperiously and say, since Milo's already been like, hello. I'm like, oh, that's Phil. I'm going to be like, I am Lord Sinister. And what is your name? And I'm going to sit and look super casual. This gigantic beast notices your approach, but doesn't feel threatened by these three little objects approaching through the leaves. And as you get to him, he kind of like lowers his head until he's like the same height as you guys. But this thing's head is is huge. It's huge. And his nostrils are like freaking caves. There's a sudden like rush of wind as this thing just goes... And the three of you, you tumble so across cool. the ground a little bit. I'm going to try and do that. You are the coolest cat I've ever seen. And I'm going to try and make that noise. I'm going to try pounce on the on the horn because it's it's like, you know, how, like I'm still focused. 
So I'm gonna low, like lay myself down to the ground. My butt's gonna shake a bit, and I'm gonna just go try to go for that shiny horn-looking thing. Shiny! You rush towards this beast, and its head is still really low. And you jump up, and you rush up to the horn, and you like jump, and you grab onto the horn, and you just kind of stuck there. The beast, a little startled with this little furry thing running up its face, all of a sudden lifts its head. You have this weird sense of vertigo as this change in altitude comes really fast. But now, instead of the glamorous horn, you're clinging on for dear life. (laughs) (laughs) Moves so fast up. But you still have the horn. You still have the horn. This is amazing. Goose is already making friends. I'm also going to make friends. So I'm going to move between its legs and rub up against it and purr. Purr really, really loudly. I'm trying to get my purr to sound like that exhale wasp sound. I'm just going to watch and sort of move away from the feet. Those feet are huge. They're like saucers. Does the smell smell like it's still very far away? Uh, Judging in the direction that the smell goes, you kind of get the idea that it was moving towards this beast and then suddenly veered off to the left. I'm holding on to the horn. Hopefully I'm like my butt's up this way, so I'm facing, I'm looking directly down the, the face, right? You're sitting on the horn, and if you look to the right, there's a big, dark brown eye glaring at you. And if you look to that side of the horn, there's another eye trying to look at you, but not succeeding really well. I'll look at the, the one that seems more focused on me, and I'll, I'll say, Please help us get our spoon. It's shiny like you, you, but not shiny like you, but also shiny like you. Please help us get a spoon. You get this weird sensation of a voice forming in your head. You don't hear it with your natural ears, and you hear it say, spoon? It's our mom's human spoon, and she makes potions and things with the spoon, and we need a spoon because these... These heads came into our house, and they took the spoon from our human, our mom's human's house, and now we need to go get the spoon, because if we don't get the spoon, we're in trouble back at home. Please help us get the spoon. And the one head's name is Jerk. The monster's head kind of goes down to ground level again, and it gently does this little shake, dislodging you from the horn. (laughs) (laughs) Milo, you see Goose getting dislodged from the head while you're still rubbing up against this massive paw. You hear in your head again, Goose, that way. And it just kind of nudges his nose in a, in a direction. Carly, you match that up with the direction that the smell is. The monster. It's a big cat. It's totally it? a cat. It's a yeah. giant. Everything is cat. It's cat or not cat. And ponderously walks away. It takes these giant strides away from you. And as it's like two or three of these giant steps away, you can see a glimmer in the air as these absolutely enormous wings form out of nothing. So Pegasus! Sorry. Yeah! I'm getting excited. The wings lift up. It's a giant moth. It's not even a cat. It's a moth. Very ponderously. And it does this flap and as it flaps there's this huge rush of wind that just sends you all tumbling across the ground i'm gonna try and dig my claws in and be like you know those cats that like in the wind and they're just like and i'm gonna try and withstand it luckily for you there's a nice patch of grass 
and your nails kind of curl around the roots of the grass. Hold your head down and you look at this thing flap and flap and it's off the ground and it just starts running and flapping and flying off into the distance. That was the biggest moth I've ever seen. Right? It was really shiny too. Really, really shiny. Oh, we should go there. Going out into the forest was the best idea you've ever had, Squish. You're the best, brother. Looking very, like, windswept, I'm going to turn and say, you're right. Yes, Milo, we should go this way, and I'm going to walk head held quite proudly. Actually, this is maybe a good time. Lena, do you want to just maybe give us a little bit of information about, like, what the system is, what we're actually playing? The system was originally designed by two women. They made a nice PDF document called Two Women, Twelve Games. And they have a whole bunch of different adventures with different settings based on some D&D adventures. And for the most part, the adventures don't really follow the usual D&D 5e settings. They've done some really creative things. And um, unfortunately, the adventure that I chose is originally played with a deck of cards. But since I don't own a deck of cards... I've decided to just adopt some basic D&D around it to make it easier for an online session. I think you can find it on PDF Drive as well. So it's uh, two women, 12 games. A whole bunch of little one-shots. It takes a little bit of prep work uh, just to get everything set up. But the ladies have done some really, really interesting and and cool ideas. Well, I mean, I'm already having fun. I am the (laughs) proudest cat that ever catted. Me, me, me. Lena, (laughs) thank you you so, so much. That was super, super lovely. But now has come the time when we say goodbye. So a huge thank you to Lena for DMing for us today. What a lovely adventure. Okay, it's been a lot of fun to DM. It's like the first time I've DMed on Dum Dum Die. I've kind of lost my place on my my social thing because uh, my friend Dion is moving to the UK. So I can no longer really make videos and stuff for YouTube with him. Not like it's been really active since I've had COVID and stuff, so I had to recover, so I haven't seen a lot of my friends in a while. I'm pondering about the possibility of making my own YouTube channel. So for now, I'm just here with the Dum Dum Dye ladies. Until further notice, that's how it's going to stay for now. So you guys can follow, find me on Instagram. Yeah, that's the easiest way to find me. You can find me at Miss Mvubu, so it's M-I-S-S-M-V-U-D-U. Guys, I just have to say, I have been dying to do this again, to play, to be with these people. It's been really great. So when I am not here, I'm also most active on Instagram at Wednesday underscore Lefay. That's L-E-F-E-Y. I'm not even going to punt anybody because I'm just so happy that we got to be together today that I don't care about anybody else. I'm Carla and you can find me here. I am on Instagram, but I'm not very active there. So generally, Dumped Up Die is the place for me. And remember, if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, foes, families and familiars. You can find us on our podcast. It is going to be resuming. And our Twitch every second Sunday and please make sure you're involved and with that we hope you have a most amazing week filled with adventure.